Hey, welcome to X Garage, where we are getting into some crazy stuff over here, and we're gonna do it this time. We yeah. are. We this time. Are. Yep, this That's time. Sure. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Diving, diving into, into the, the crazy world. Wow. Of world use with the Christian worldview. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Right off the get go. I, I, that was I, I messed you up. That yeah, was, uh, I think I'm the new guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Three. Now we have to do. It's a quartet. Is that what they call it? Trio. 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 Quartet. Quartet. Four. Four. Oh. Yeah. Shoot. I'm around music majors, and that's not really anything. I, except non music major. Dude, I, I was. I was you just in choirs, man. We did communication major. Wow. Yeah. This is great. You got. We got a good. Got a good melange. Yeah. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, communications, music, and theology. Yeah, let's see. Lame. <laughs> yeah, we we have like Bible secondary. I guess. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah. Of, yeah, it's yeah. actually pretty much primary too. I mean, you guys it's did a lot. True. Of actually, Bible. it was more primary than our was... than communications. Yeah, yeah. I think I did that's more Bible huge. classes. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. So what are we doing? All yeah, right. Ethan. So we are doing Christian Science. Um, founder Mary Baker Eddy. Mm. Um, That's a great name. It really is. Yeah, it's it's really really catchy, and it she's is. a very interesting person. Very very interesting. Um, very difficult life, and I, you can really see that that her her theology really jumps out of how difficult her life was. Um, she actually um, grew up in a Calvinist household um, with Calvinist parents, and so um, it's interesting because she will quote. Um, like Martin Luther and um, Calvin and stuff like that mm -hmm. in her writings. And interestingly enough, um, one um, testimony I was watching of someone who came out of Christian science, that's actually how he found his way out of Christian science, was actually reading these other authors because he felt like Mary Baker Eddy was condoning what they were saying. So he was reading, reading them and was just surprised by so it, wow. does, by does she see herself yeah. as a part of the greater protestant tradition but in a sort of new... not really because she's very definitive on the fact that she discovered christian science and christian science is the way that we should have been thinking all along and it's what jesus was propagating through his healing and some mm. and Got and it. all of um mm. his teaching so um She's she's basically saying everybody's getting it wrong, even though she's quoting all these different theologians saying, "Well, they're saying the same thing I'm saying." Mm -hmm. One of those one of yes. those moments. Yes. Um, but interestingly enough, she's actually very influenced by um, Phineas Quimbley, mm -hmm. um, who was a mesmerist, a clockmaker, and a mentalist. Primarily a mesmerist, and he'd actually have patients. And Mary Baker Eddy was actually at 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 one moment, a patient of, of his. Um, and the reason she was a patient of his was she, she had a really difficult um, life. Like her, her husband died when um, he was very, very young and her, her only child was taken away from her um, probably by, by relatives, probably due to some of um, her beliefs as a lot of these beliefs started coming out. But this idea of mesmerist that um, she gets from Phineas Quimbley is this idea of changing your perspective on life. And by changing your perspective on life, 
um, you you can change like hmm. what's going on in your life. And, and it probably also comes out of this idea that she, she was also a practicing medium most of her life. Sir, I'm just realizing that our little screeny thing you just... Yeah, I know. It, it that... really was distracting me as well. Um, that's all right. I think the battery just ran out on it, and you could probably oh. pop another battery in there. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, go. we can't see our beautiful faces, though. That's okay. Anymore. Right. That's, that's we'll we'll bear right. with it. I almost yeah. think that, like, I could, it's <laughs> I a motion detector. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I, just, I see again this... Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, it does. I could see that correlation there mm -hmm. with... Um, uh, this idea of thinking a certain way and then bringing that making that a reality it, it, you find that with a lot of yeah uh, movements that are uh, found actually outside of scripture outside mm -hmm. of the, the mm -hmm. biblical worldview yeah and it's interesting because she she uses the bible as her primary source for everything and um, if you read her 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 book, the uh, um, Science and Health and the Keys of Scriptures, um, the Keys of Scriptures was added added later. She actually goes through almost all of Genesis verse by verse with a commentary on why this is talking about Christian Science, and then she actually does the same thing with Revelation. She actually she does Genesis and then she does Revelation. Hmm, that'd be a fun read. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I was doing some this morning in the yeah and. Does she employ like allegory and oh tons of allegory yeah. um and and that's sort of a lot of the basis of her of her her belief is she believes that most of the Bible is allegory mm. for her Christian science belief mm -hmm. yes yeah and so yeah mm -hmm. awesome. once again it's it's interesting well. <clears throat> so this idea of, of like really difficult child um or um childhood and adulthood. <clears throat> kind of, I think, feeds into this idea of denying the physical reality. Because it's really one of the core beliefs of um, Christian science is this idea of denying the physical reality. And that the physical reality does not exist, and through faith, we can overcome the physical reality that was introduced through Adam. And the fallacy of Adam was that he all of a sudden realized these things that actually weren't real, which are pain and sin and the physical. I, yeah, it's mind-bending. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very fascinating. Yeah. Genesis, did you ever, did you come across her um, comment on when God says, uh, if you eat of this tree, you shall surely die, you know? Very clear that God is the one that uh, says that if you disobey me, that's death. Yeah. If you obey me, that's life. Yeah. And so pain. What does she do there? You know. Yeah, and and and, and that's and that's the thing is she she will use that as saying God was trying to stop them from realizing something that wasn't true. Mm, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so God was trying to stop them, and so all through the so history. So really, really, to, yeah. the judgment on sin yeah. is not true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an and, and actually, sin does Maybe that is what yeah. sin is. Technically, it's just this living in this false reality. Yeah, almost like living in this matrix. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, I felt Man, a lot of correlation between matrix. matrix. Yeah, because she actually believes sin doesn't exist at all. Yeah. So she, she doesn't believe she's sin just wanting yeah. to take the red pill. Yeah, she just wants to. She just wants to take the red. Except there's no physical world on the other side. All of it. I can do is yeah. show you the door. Yeah. Which is so fascinating because you have to yeah. do, you, you really have to do some, so all the way through, Yeah, the whole run of scripture, you have to work hard to make that narrative work. Oh, and it's incredible. Because you got Christ raising yeah. bodily you, you from the dead. 
You know what it's like? It was the whole point. It was he redeemed us from death. Yeah. It's like, it's like dodging bullets. As Matrix. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Still. Oh. Oh, wow. This is, that was good. <laughs> Got it. Mm. All right. Mm. <laughs> mm. This is good water. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what translation of the Bible she uses either, because reading directly out of Science and, and Health here, it goes, Genesis 21, 121, And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth, with the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl um, his kind, and God saw it was good. And she goes, Spirit is symbolized by strength, presence, and power, and also by holy thoughts. Winged with love. These angels of his presence, which have the holiest charge, abound in the spiritual atmosphere of mind and consequently reproduce their own characteristics. Their individual forms we know, but we do not know their nature. Um, their natures are allied to God's nature and spiritual blessings thus typified are the eternal, uh, externalized yet subjective States of faith and spiritual understanding. That's her interpretation of, that's of that that verse, and and that's sort of what you'll see all throughout. And she actually did channeling when she was writing. But was she saying? Because I, I, yeah. I started reading the passage when you read that. And yeah. I think this is an interesting point to kind of weigh in on. Yeah. Is she saying that? Is, is it using this passage? That was verse chapter one, uh, 21, 20, yeah. 20, yeah. 21. Yeah. Is saying that the. Um, so God created the great sea creatures, every living creature yeah. else, um, that the actual creation of these creatures according to their kinds, that physicality, that physical aspect to the, to mm -hmm. the nature which God yeah. has created, is she, is, what was she saying about it? Is, is she saying that that's like a, a sign pointing to the spiritual reality? And yeah, and, and that's mostly what, what she does because it's extremely allegorical. So everything is pointing to a spir the spiritual reality you know, and there's some yeah. there's some great no. truths there, right? No, you know, and, like... and there is, and that, and that was the, the hard part for me going through it was there's a lot of spiritual truth yeah. to what she was saying about our our physical nature and our spiritual nature, and how there is a very there's very much a reality to the spiritual nature, but she overemphasizes it to the point where she completely denies any of the physical um, aspects of who right, we are. Right, so she takes it that far. She takes which, it that far, yeah. Then just disrupts what the goodness that God created all things good. And yeah. If we take as it says. Uh, yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. That's great. What, what I want to know is, mm -hmm. so if, if we are just, because we're basically in God's thoughts, mm -hmm. right? Like we're, we don't actually exist. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're thinking, yeah, we exist within the mind of God. Yeah. So, so if, if that's the case, how, how we exist spiritually, but there is, is there still this physical creation outside the mind of God? And it was really hard to parse that out because it sounded like she believes that, but at the same time it doesn't because she almost, because she says that the flesh is completely in our minds because we exist in the mind of God. Mm -hmm. We are but spiritual, the realization of our flesh. And so like they, they don't appreciate they have very little appreciation for nature, except for as an allegory that points to the spiritual. Mm -hmm. Like, um, if you read the passage about creating the sun, it actually says, well, the sun is sort of a representation. Let me just look it up here. It's just a few pages up. 
I think it was Thomas Aquinas. He wrote and said, like everything's a, a sacrament in the sense that it mm. signifies our and points to God, His, his sacredness. Mm-hmm. And but mm. what she's doing is taking those ideas further and just to the point to where yeah. it's annulled the goodness of creation, which points to the Creator, and ought to draw our hearts to the Creator in the, in the goodness of His works. Yeah. And it is interesting that the Genesis 1, 16, it says, God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the, lower, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. The sun is metaphorical representation of soul outside the body, giving existence and intelligence to the universe. Love alone can impart the limitless idea of infinite mind. Geology... It has never explained the earth's formation. It cannot cannot explain them. There is no scriptural allusion to solar light until time has been already divided into evening and morning. And the illusion of fluids, Genesis 1-2, indicates the supposed formation of matter by resolving of fluids into solids. Um, Analogous to the uh, superstition or superstitional resolving of thoughts into material things. Symbol of the mind of life, truth, and love. It's interesting that it's, it's very much a mantra of there is this idea of um, truth and love. And, yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's, it's yeah. By that language, it really <laughs> does sound like that she is denying reality in any regard because it's superficial it's the yeah it's, it appears it yeah. has an appearance mm-hmm. but it's, it's not it's not metaphysically real it's yeah. not a basis and so yeah. uh it really does re-eisegete scripture in the very beginning it says mm-hmm. in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth yeah so god existed apart from all things and then you have exist you have an eternal timeless mm-hmm. faceless god spirit creating a beautiful creation and um and then just so she's imposing these ideas that actually sound a lot more hindu or eastern in many regards i don't know did you kind of yeah. tie some of that in there did you see some of those things or what was your yeah well, what do you think yeah. may, might have been influencing her interpretation of scripture um giving her some of these ideas of this this endless mind in fact it almost sounds like she's saying love is really identified with an infinite mind. Yeah, yeah. And I I think it really does go back to um, Phineas Quimbley, because he, he actually was the propagator of a lot of these ideas, oh, okay. and, and her practicing as a medium, um, which, if you know, like, medium is like you're communing with these spirits, mm. and... Was she doing yeah. that before she started Scientology? Yeah, and, and during her Scientology so she, she as was, well. She was in a practice that was forbidden in Scripture, and then... Yeah. Which is fascinating, because a lot of these ideas, even mm-hmm. when we heard in the last episode, um, mm-hmm. do have all the identities or qualities of witchcraft, a standard form mm-hmm. of witchcraft, mm-hmm. philosophically, yeah. and in terms of practice. The idea of conforming things to your will, yeah. and bringing it about in reality, and in your spiritual what's, yeah. what's interesting about that is you bring it about yeah. in reality yeah but this isn't reality like, yeah what, what, mm-hmm. but, yeah no and, and that, that's that's the a, in, um, yeah it seems to be a little bit of conflict, conflict in the yeah. paradigm yeah so still i wonder 
<clears throat> so how how are we different from God in this scenario? If we are a part of the thought, if we exist only in the mind of God, and, and given maybe there's some exception to our spiritual reality, how how would you not say that in some profound sense I am God? Maybe just like a, a part of his thought, but like, yeah. like how, how would you say yeah. that you're not? Yeah, you are, if you, if you take the in the mind of God approach, you're not separate from him. And, and then in, uh, in that same breath, right? And you're in, you're, 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 you actually have an actual re- ontology in his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is absolutely uh, strange because mm-hmm. we began to exist. Yeah. Um, in his mind, mm-hmm. which is an infinite mind. I think that what we is, can find an actual contradiction in that point. And then what does it mean if God is, is disagreeing with himself? Like, like it, it, in, in, the, in if God didn't want us to see in, in the garden yeah. that we were like, um, he didn't want us to buy into this illusion, I think you were yeah, saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How how is sin possible? I guess I guess it, hmm. th- th- do they even say or how, like because there's just well, there is no sin right there is no sin right yeah well yeah sin yeah, that's sin is even... us falling into the illusion yeah sorry falling into the illusion of 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 the, of the physical view yeah yeah <laughs> right it's a false falling into a false worldview yeah uh, which is yeah and so they they. And so all of this is actually pulled into this idea of, of healing. Hmm. They really center around healing. And they actually have um, people that are called Christian practitioners, Christian science practitioners. And they actually train thoroughly in the Christian science um, colleges. And they practice Christian um, healing. Hmm. And they actually... Um, have like an office and they they bring people in and they they heal them of whatever ailment they have and the the healing process looks a lot like of we need to change your thinking so that you have faith enough to realize the <sighs> the at like that this reality is not real mm-hmm. so that you will be healed by the fact that you've now realized that reality this this reality and sin and pain is not yeah. real well, and, and because yeah. the substance of your life is that eternal existence. Yeah. So truly, at that point, if that's the substance of my life, what goes on in this material world mm-hmm. is is false. Yeah. It's not the reality. It's not the fundamental. So, it, so I see what they're doing there, I think. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. If only your faith were strong enough, you'd be healed. Yeah. And that's, that's if, they, they say that again and again. And it, there's... How yeah. damning is that? No, it is. It is. And it's... And, and that's what... Once again, when I was watching that um, testimony, um, he was saying he got caught, him and his wife got caught on this idea of grace. And that was really mm-hmm. what brought them out of it, was there was no grace in the idea of Christian yeah, science. Yeah, if you, if you tell yeah. somebody, hey, if you just believe hard enough, you'll be healed. Yeah. If and, you get and, that ingrained and, into and your yet, head. And yet every person in that has bought into that worldview has died yeah has died and it's really interesting to see um how many christian scientists die extremely young um the one guy who's giving the testimony said 
he goes 75% of his class in college either had lost one of their parents or two of their parents just died. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is when they die, what it is, is, well, maybe their faith wasn't strong enough. Right. But then I guess it also kind of ties into her, her, um, her mediumness because that's talking to those who have already passed. And so for her, it's those people haven't passed. They've just fully realized their, I don't know, fully realized right. their, Right. Spiritualness. So right. it's, it's really, it's really, it, it sounds, um, again, like those, uh, uh, the practices of witchcraft or mm -hmm. i.e. demonic practices where you seek knowledge and sources other than God. Um, and these sources are informing her on how to interpret scripture. Um, except it's, it, yeah, so she just claims that it's just her. Who just discovered it? Mm -hmm. and, so she didn't yeah. get the she didn't get the she didn't discover that the the way to interpret scripture through these mediums. These um no not not through her medium. This it, it was so it's interesting. So when, what did when she, she go to the mediums for? for just to no, hear from she was a medium. Oh okay. yeah, so she was a practicing medium. Yeah, mm. which is yeah, it's yeah very interesting. Um, but yeah, she did channeling. So that that channeling is like when you use spirits to write. Right, and then she would do her writing. For but, but, the, but it wasn't the spirits; it was her. Writing. No, it was her writing, according to her. According statements. to her, yeah. But and, yeah, and she will constantly say, yeah, according to her statements, whether or not it was spiritually induced, and most likely it was spiritually induced. Yeah, I have no problem saying it was. Yeah, if, no. <laughs> if if she is making the claim that spirits were were coming mm -hmm. into her, she was seeking them out. According to scripture, you yeah. can seek out other fallen spirits, i.e., yeah. fallen angelic beings, who will inform you and give you knowledge again Saul is a great example as a king who was no longer hearing from the yeah. Lord he went out to a medium to seek out knowledge apart from God that would inform his life and that's the very same practice yeah and if, if I don't know of any other practice that works that way that that I, I have to categorize that for me yeah. personally into the ballpark of demonic practices yeah yes yeah. that's my, my and I, I think it's historically understood that she was a medium and she wouldn't claim <clears throat> that she was particularly a medium yeah, and okay. Satan doesn't come out and yeah. say that he was, you know, no. uh, yeah. Satan. You know, yeah. it's an angel dressed as light. It's like, yeah. it comes as an angel dressed as light. It's, it's funny, like, it's probably this way what it is this way, because mm -hmm. we, we started this show talking about Scientology, and I just, I find it funny that, like, the way that you're saying they, they mm -hmm. would talk about their passing is the same way that oh, they referred to L. Ron Hubbard's passing, mm -hmm. that he just went on to pursue uh, his research. Greater study. Yeah, greater mm -hmm. study. And that they actually said very similar things about... Um, Mary Baker Eddy. Yeah. As well. I wonder if they hold cans in their, uh, in their sessions. You? You know? <laughs> Where at in the outline did you get here? Because I see a list of things here that, again, are just similar to what we see with uh, Wiccan, Wiccan thought, as well as we said with this this church, uh, the acronym you, you did. A, World Bishop Society Church of God. Yeah, it's this idea of. Yeah, you got the the God is both father and mother. Am I on the right outline? Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and God is not not a person, but a divine mind. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's all sort of tied up in their understanding of who God is. Wait, when when you say divine mind, do they do they and not a person? Yeah, are they more erring on the side of God is a force? And it's how really do... hard to understand like where they're going with that because. <laughs> And, and it, it feels more like, because they say he's a spirit. They say he's a spirit. 
So he's, but he's not like really, but he's a mind. An impersonal spirit with a mind. Yeah. But persons have minds. Yeah. Not inanimate objects. And so we are created minds within his mind. Or maybe he is a computer. Yeah. <laughs> we're just glitches and we're informing the, 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 the motherboard oh right now. Oh my gosh, it's the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, gosh. It's, it's, ah. Yeah, no, it's well. And it's interesting when she, dis, she so there's actually, there was a, um, a moment when she discovered Christian science. She actually points to a specific moment. So supposedly she slipped on some ice hurt her back really, really bad, was lying in bed, like basically incurable. And she said that she opened up the scriptures and started reading. And through the reading of the scriptures, she was healed. And she goes, and at that moment, I realized that this is Christian science and this is what the world needs to know. Mm. Weird. And that's really, that's really how a lot of these <clears throat> religions, I think, start in the 19th, 20th mm. centuries. And in, 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 do we see this thing where you see the leader having a profound experience? Yeah. And then that experience yeah. drew him into this whole new uh, worldview and philosophy or religion. Yeah. Um, uh, probably somewhere with, I don't know, the, the other leader you're looking at. Um, it's, it's just, it's just, yeah. It's amazing to me, like, yeah. you, have, you have these experiences that aren't, aren't able to be questioned, really. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to the revelation of scripture that is is public yeah and testable internally with the scriptures yeah um for for continuity and the like um but it is it's completely an internal reality whether it, we're talking about muhammad joseph jo- jo- smith yeah joseph smith yeah. uh mary baker eddie uh on sung hong like these are just yeah their, Which, their experiences yeah. that are just so inwardly address whether it's through dream dreams visions or personal experience really yeah and i i think that's that's it's a big warning to us um Mm -hmm. that we shouldn't base any theology off of an experience that we have the more off off of the we define our experiences by the scripture Mm -hmm. and i i think that that's something that i think that the church definitely needs to consider today as well is there's yeah. there's such a movement towards um have you experienced god experientialism yeah mm-hmm. experientialism as, as, yeah. as almost on par with the authority of scripture in yeah. the believer's yeah. life it practically mm-hmm. it yeah. is now a lot of uh, evangelical or uh some some more of the neo-pentecostal movements mm-hmm. will not say that that experience is on the level of scripture but in practice that's what they're doing and, and well maybe some of them would as they have an open uh, view of for prophecy as prophecy yeah, or as defined as Holy Spirit and, yeah, yeah yeah they have the prophetic role still and they define it on par with the prophetic roles of the old testament mm-hmm. yeah uh, whereas others would categorize prophecy in the church day much differently yeah. Uh, yeah but but yeah experience yeah uh anytime you have that informing your worldview you really <clears throat> it's completely subjective you have no grounding you have no uh, but scripture, I think that's a beautiful thing to bring up is that as we, as Christians come to this, to, to the scripture, we, it's God's word. And so he's speaking to us through it. Every time you open it, every, every word you read, that's God speaking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we ought to conform our hearts to his word and not our own feelings or experiences, mm-hmm. yeah. which is the comfort of the gospel. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's concrete. Jesus has done and saved us and risen. Uh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I, I have one little quick note. I don't know where are we at on time. I got you. Got to know. Right. Twenty eight, twenty seven. 
Okay. So so Thank here, you, real guy. quick, real quick. I, did you mention the the 418th edition? Yeah. It, she tireless, tireless at revising the um, this book and adding more and more to it throughout her whole life. She was very, 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 I don't know, scared or um, paranoid of it being adulterated by something. She actually started her own publishing house to publish all her works so that it would not be adulterated by any other um, mm -hmm. train of thought or sphere of thought. Oh, and they actually even created their own, um, what would you say, uh, newspaper or informing agency, I guess, um, and oh. that would only focus on positive um, aspects of the news. Mm -hmm. And so it would it would always just bring out like this is this is reality. Yes, we're not. Yeah, we're not going to focus on any of these bad things happening. Yeah. And, and they, there's actually moments where like if there was a um, that's the newspaper I'd want to read. Right? Yeah, uh, wake yeah. up in the morning. Yeah. All right. Hey, it it <laughs> looks. It actually looks really. Po I, got, I got it open right it's, now. <laughs> it's literally, it's literally what it is. Is it's 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 denying reality yeah. in living a false reality. When in, in in their worldview, they think they're denying a false reality, but living a real reality. Yeah, it's the flip of what uh, uh, I think um, they they somehow in the system she's flipped reality. Huh. Yeah. No, and, and and there's actually to the point where if there was. Um, there was like the earthquake in San Francisco way back. Um, it's like the early um, 1900s, I think it was. She actually said if the Christian scientists who were there had had more faith, that earthquake would not have happened. Mm. So it's to that point yeah. where yeah. they like, if reality is what a, going against it, then people are yeah, not having enough yeah, faith. You're yeah, you're in bondage. Yeah, that system wow. really keeps you in bondage. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. But their their newspaper does look very positive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of the Wait, title. Read a it, title. An impeachment trial the world can appreciate. How one Jersey girl created a space for Muslim millennials. This actually sounds like Babylon B, like very yeah, close yeah. to. <laughs> As Roberts enters fray, can you read that? legal? Legacy, Legacy of, of judicial Jew independence at stake. Well, that sounds a little more normal. Yeah, that does. Uh, <laughs> I love this one. Foolish talk leads to a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> In Australia, searching for common ground amid scorched earth. All right. As Iran and Iraq simmered, uh, giants of Shiite world vie for influence. Yeah. Okay. So some of them so, are more positive than others. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what you got to do. You got to have it minced. You know, you got to have a little yeah. bit of that, a, a touch of that, what's really going on in the world, mm -hmm. with kind of that positive uh, angle on everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, because their whole point is that they need to be praying for these, mm -hmm. probably to bring about this mm -hmm. uh, perfect state. Yeah. But yet, isn't the real world? Because yeah. metaphysically, this is not the real world. Yeah, so interesting. It is really interesting, and 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 it kind of goes. You actually find all these tendrils going right back <clears throat> to, to, yeah, to Quimbley, and then from Quimbley you actually have all the ideas of health and wealth, um, prosperity gospel, as well. Interesting. And so, okay, <clears throat> so, so they're they're all cousins. Not gonna not note his name. That's yeah. uh, uh, 
Phineas? Mm-hmm. Phineas Quimby? Or Phineas. Phineas. Phineas Parkhurst. Quimby? Quimby, yeah. Uh, and he, <clears throat> what was his profes- professed faith? Tradition? Um, or his practices? He was a mesmerist. A meta, meta, he was like in metaphysics. I don't... Okay. He, I don't they know. they said he was he, foundational he to the new thought him? movement. Yeah. So okay. he was very much sort of in his like sort of in his sort of own realm of of thinking. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, Good. he was he was also just mm-hmm. a clock. And so maker. this in, can relate to some of those word of faith movements. Yeah. And uh, health, wealth, prosperity. Yeah, a lot of the yeah televangelists. Okay. Yeah. That's informative. Um, yeah. yeah. Weird. Cool. Oh. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. X-garage. Hey, well, the X-Garage. X-Garage. X- X-Garage. Garage. Garage. Are we shifting gears here? We're shifting to X- <laughs> X-Garage. X-Garage. You know what would be really cool for an ending is if you can get the uh, Matrix things. Oh, like the yeah, numbers yeah. coming oh. down. If you can just do that right now. Oh. And uh, and thanks for watching. Sure, sure. And yeah. thanks for watching. Uh, share with your friends. Share with your friends. Interested in nineteenth, uh, twentieth century religions. Exactly. And more.